All right, Chiefs Chargers just got done. Uh, it was kind of a weird game. It was a slow start. I was kind of scared that they were just gonna run the ball all all night. But the one thing I did like is that the Chargers defense has massively in, in, improved, and having Derwin play like inside the box as well, bro, is just scary. Like the way he picked up Travis Kelsey earlier today, that was insane. Like he's like a linebacker out there, but you you can also move him around and he can get some interceptions too. Uh, I think the game ch- ch- changer was uh the pick six down there in the fourth quarter. Ball all, ball right there on the one. The Chargers have a chance to take the lead after the Chiefs scoring I think ten unanswered points there, and then from there you don't you don't you don't make Mahomes really have to beat you. He threw for under two hundred and fifty yards. That's not that's not gonna happen every night. And you kept him from throwing three passing t- touchdowns too. I think Herbert played as well as he possibly could. He really was taking a lot of shots there. I don't know how he threw that pass on fourth and one after on third and one. Look like he couldn't even run. He literally just threw he just threw the ball down. Like he was just like I'm 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 just it's done. So weird. And then he just throws an absolute dart. And then and then they score the ball there. They have a perfect opportunity to get that on onside kick. Some like somehow, some way the guy drops it and they just didn't get on the ball. Dude, I think. There was nobody even there. Yeah. I feel like they should have had more guys on that side. The ball was free for like a good second and a half. They had a chance to get on it. Yeah. If I if if I'm the Chargers, what I take away from this game is our defense is gonna be great. And Herbert is gonna Give us a performance like that all year long. It's just we just gotta stop doing the the costly turnovers at the end of the game. That's that's literally been the story of the Chargers probably for the last five or six years, <laughs> where it's just like they're in the game the entire time, and then what can go wrong? Just like one play just drastically changes the game for for them. It just ruins everything they did for like three quarters. But no, I feel you. The things that stuck out to me were the defenses for sure. I thought both defenses played really well in spots. I mean, it was only 10-7 at halftime. Like with these two teams, those two offenses, for it to only be 10-7 through two full quarters, I think was crazy. And I think it was advantage for the Chargers. Like I thought they were feeling good after the first half, 10-7 with the lead low-scoring game. And then, like you said, the, the pick six was pretty much the game. I mean, but even you can go back to the third quarter. Mahomes on their side of the field down 10 tip pass and it or it wasn't tipped it was just a bad a bad throw over the middle to Kelsey and it was almost intercepted and they reviewed it and said it was incomplete they yeah, later he got go bailed out of two picks he got bailed yeah. out of two back to back but picks. that one specifically they're down 17 to 7 and he potentially throws that pick to give them a spot on the 30 yard line I mean dude they're going up at least 13 points there with that but he ends up going down the field, throws the 41-yard touchdown pass, makes it a one-score game, and then the, the field goal to tie it, and then the pick six. All that happened, like, within five, ten minutes of game time, and I thought that was, like, the biggest swing. The incompletion instead of the interception pretty much saved the Chiefs. I mean, low-key, I don't know if they win the game if that's an interception. Like like I said, they go up 13, it's the third quarter, like, or they potentially go score a touchdown, they're up 17, and, I mean, you know what Patrick Mahomes can do, but still, like, that's not easy. 17 points in one quarter to, to overcome that. So I thought that was a huge part of the game. But, yeah, I mean, Pat Mahomes is still the best quarterback in the league. He didn't have the stats for it, but he really just made the throws when it mattered most. And he was really under pressure, too. I thought both quarterbacks were under pressure. I was expecting the Chargers to get pressure. I wasn't expecting the Chiefs to really be able to get to Herbert like that. I would figure that they would more rely on, like, shotgun passes or get him at. They kept doing the play actions with Herbert. I'm like, 
they're getting pressure every time. Like you got to get it like down the field quick, but he really goes through his, his, uh, his, uh, motions really quick though. He goes one through four, boom, 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 boom. Like after seeing that game, I'm putting him over Joe Burrow on my quarterback list. I he had Joe Burrow over him. I, I had Joe Burrow over him, but that game really made me like change it. I was like, all right, this dude is really going through the progressions, making throws down the field, making the tough throws. Like, he definitely moved up on my quarterback list for sure. They're going to be fine throughout the season. Like you said, their defense is pretty good. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was a tough loss for them. It's nothing new for them. They and without Allen, close. too. Without Keenan Allen. It yeah, was, true. Was that close. Eckler, to me, is not good. Like, I, I, I understand what he brings out of the backfield as a receiver, but, like, running the ball, he's just he's just not good to me. Well, like, I don't I don't understand why he was their, their passing out. game normally opens up the run, but without Keenan Allen, like it really wasn't that effective. First half, Mike Williams was going crazy, but like it really wasn't that effective. It's not like they were just doing whatever they want, throwing it all over the field because they didn't have Keenan Allen. So Eckler's more he's he's more suitable for catching the passes out of the backfield, but then also capitalizing when the defense is like expecting the pass because it's Justin Herbert back there. So I think he fits on the team well. I mean, I have him in fantasy. He played pretty decent. He caught a couple passes out of the backfield, so I'll take it. But yeah, no, I feel you. He's not like a dynamic running back. He's not like McCaffrey or Saquon or any of those guys, but he still gets the job done for what they do, yeah. I feel like. The thing about the Chargers is they jumped on the Chiefs. They got the early lead and it doesn't really seem like they've really the Chiefs have found that like go to quick score guy like they kind of signed uh Scantling for like if if Herbert p- punches that in on th- third and goal like I don't I don't know if the Chiefs are just able just to come back because the Chargers are really answering answering they did get stopped a few times in the third where it's just three and out three and out but then Herbert uh, eventually is just like all right I'm gonna somehow will this team back into the damn game. Like, I feel like you always have a chance with him. I think the Chiefs' defense is going to improve all year long, especially when they get their first-round pick back. I think he's about to miss, like, three or four games. But, like, the thing about the offense that does scare me now is just that without Hill, like, if if, if they fall behind, it's not going to be as easy to, to score. I don't really think there was, like, a breakout player on the Chiefs' offense, other than maybe Edwards Hilaire. Like I, I, I think that's what makes it work, though. Like, it's kind of just anybody that's out there can make a play. Like, some Watson, I've never even heard of that dude before. He's the one that caught a 40-yard touchdown pass. So, I feel like just Burn having Jason all of back there. Gave bro, 100 mil for what? Or 82 and a half mil for like, what? Bro, and we talked about this at the beginning of the year. Like, now that they don't have Tyreek, they added a bunch of these other guys. And Mahomes, the way he could just spread the ball around anyways, he can make these dudes that are no names look like they're supposed to be out there, like, Dude, Watson, I get like that early tight end. Like I have no idea what he's even doing out there. I get that early though, but I just feel like late in games, if if they fall, if we'll when see the, if they when fall, the Chiefs have fallen, fall behind yet. When the Chiefs have fallen behind like fourteen points or more, like you could always be like, all right, Tyreek will get you a quick one. Like I I had I didn't see anything like over the top, like especially everything that McCole Hardman was saying. Like oh I I I could do the things that Tyreek Hill does too. Now that the safeties are going to be playing. Um, honest and all that. Like, I, I mean, it's only been two games, but I, I just haven't seen like a a deep bomb throw where it was just like, all right, Chiefs one, two, three drive. Like, it's it's all been long drives. Mahomes having to find guys play by play by play, and not like one, two, three like we saw all last year and probably the four seasons even b- before that. 
No, well, I get I get what you're saying for sure with that, but I, I just think Mahomes, bro, we can't say what he can and can't do at this point. This dude will just find a way to get it done. Like yeah. I feel you, they they did rely on Tyreek for those quick one scores last year, but like Mahomes got the quick one score tonight. Like he threw that once to do a forty yard touchdown pass when they were down ten. They really needed it. Like he he's just the one to make the play at, at, the, at for this team pretty much. Kelsey is still the reliable guy, but even he only had five catches tonight, fifty yards. Like he just spreads it around. I feel like he just finds a way to make a play, bro. I don't know. So we'll have to see if they do ever end up going down fourteen early and see if they could really get back into the game. But at this point, bro, I I don't see what Mahomes can't do. So I I trust that dude to get him back into the game with what they have. They at least have NFL caliber receivers out there and one of the best tight ends. So I, I trust him with that. And I do like Edwards a lot out of the backfield too, catching the ball, especially McKinnon too. Both of them fit well on the team too. I feel like. Yeah. Let's go over some week two picks. My, my first game I have up there is the saints going up against the Buccaneers. I actually like the saints as the underdog at home. The saints are just a good team playing in this NFC South. All right. They've won third. They've, cover the spread 13 out of their last 15 games in division i actually like them to win brady's yet to beat them in the regular season yet and i just feel like they only scored one touchdown last week and i we've we've seen a lot of these guys are all over the injury rapport and brady isn't really feeling like himself like I, i i like new orleans at home here I'm not taking it, but I do see where you're coming from on it. The Saints always give Brady um, problems over there, so I definitely see it being a close game. And then, like you said, the injury report, bro. I just stayed away because of the injury report today. I think all their three top receivers did not practice today, so I don't really know what's going on with the Bucks right now. I don't know who's playing or who's not. I feel like these guys are just the vets right now. I think they're the Lakers of the NFL, to be honest, bro. These are just a bunch of veterans. They're not going to be practicing every single day all week. I'm not like going to overreact and say, oh, Mike Evans didn't practice. He's going to play Sunday, man. We've seen that guy not practice many times before. He's he's going to play Sunday, but I don't know if God – I think Godwin is out 100%. I don't think he's playing. And then Julio Jones, I think, didn't practice today either. So those two guys, but I still think both of those guys are going to play. Um, I would stay away, but I do see where you're coming with the Saints. So they always give Brady issues. I feel like we also slept on this, like Mike T – Jarvis Landry and Chris Olave, that is a, like, nasty three right there. And Alex Kamara as well. Yeah, I think he can. I think he can. Next game I have is the Browns going up against the damn Jets and the Ravens going up against the Miami Dolphins. I like both those teams to win. On the money line, I will be fading the Jets and Flacco every week. Uh, Chunt is going to run all over them. I'm I'm not really worried about (laughs) – Jacoby Brissett having to do too much. Like, I, I just think that the Jets are just still the Jets. They're just ass. I think you should fade them every week until they prove until they prove anything else. And then the Ravens, I like this as a revenge game. Uh, last year, I believe it was Monday night that they lost to Tua there, uh, I think. Or no, I'm pretty sure it was – was it Tua? Or, it might have been the backup, honestly. I don't remember. It went in there. And they beat them. I don't think Lamar liked that very much. I think they're going to go in there and dominate. No, I, I, I really like the Ravens in that game. You know how I feel about the Dolphins and two. I, I don't trust them. And I, I think the Ravens are actually really good. So I do expect the Ravens to go in there and win. And they're three and a half point favorites on the road like that. I feel like that's just telling you that they're going to win that game handily. And then the Jets, 
I'm never going to disagree with betting against Joe Flacco. So I, I, I have nothing to argue with you on that one. I, I agree with both of those. I'm going to bet against them every single week. Next <laughs> one you're going to hate. Cowboys oh, plus seven and a half. Oh, man. We're that, going bro. head to head on this one. Listen, man. I'll be fading the Bengals with points. This is in Dallas. Like I said before, Dallas has got to feel good about how they played defensively, not letting up a touchdown until late in the third up against Brady. I think Dallas can use a similar f- formula that the Steelers use, and they get to play at home. And you know Dallas is big on takeaway points on defense. I think Micah Parsons will get after the quarterback, obviously. Demarcus Lawrence is out there as well. And I wouldn't be surprised if Diggs gets his first pick six of the season. Like like I said, every time the Bengals play, especially in a big game here at 4 o'clock in Dallas, I know that Dak is out, but I like them to cover those points. I think that they can keep it close there. Yeah, I, I, I can't agree with you on that. I actually have the Bengals minus seven on my side. On um, the road in Dallas? It, it's Cooper Rush. And even with Dak, that offense looked terrible. You're right, the defense did play well. But also, week one, Brady, we didn't really know what type of Brady we were getting coming into this year. He definitely, he didn't play terrible, but he was definitely not at his, like, peak. So I'm not going to overreact to say the defense played really well against Brady and limited him because I'm not sure how Brady's going to look the rest of the year anyways. He's having a weird offseason going on right now, and then now the team's having injuries. So I don't really know what's going on over there. So I'm not going to say, oh, Dallas just shut down Brady because they still ended up losing the game. But that offense was awful, even with Dak on the field. I don't know how it gets any better with Cooper Rush out there. I mean, And CeeDee Lamb, we talked about this before too. This dude is now a number one receiver and is getting all the attention, and he did not look like a number one receiver in week one, as I predicted. Trading Amari Cooper was terrible. you got to have a guy that takes away the attention if you have a younger receiver like that, unless it's Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson. Those guys are just different, but I don't think CeeDee Lamb is on that level, and I think it showed week one, and they're going to need that type of dynamic receiver to keep up with the Bengals' offense, and I'm, I'm also banking on a lot of bounce backs after week one. The Bengals is definitely on the list of a bounce back. Joe Burrow arguably played the worst game of his life. Against yeah, the Steelers last Sunday. I mean, that was an awful game. I think this is this their get-right spot. They're still a good team. They have a good offense. I think T. Higgins is going to play. Um, so I'm going with the Bengals minus seven on that against Cooper Rush. I, there's no way I can back the Cowboys. I'm not mad at you for it, but like I said, I'll be fading the Bengals all that's year long. That's been your long. stance on it, so, so I respect it. That's been your team. respect on the Bengals. Uh, your stance on the Bengals. So I won't be taking the. I won't be taking them to win just because they have a backup, but I will be taking them. To, to right. cover, they get a whole touchdown. They get a whole touchdown. Then the, there's some teams with just some massive spreads. I mean, at least for the NFL, you rarely see a ten point spread here. I will be taking the Rams and I'll be taking the Bills as well. I'm not worried about it at all. The Falcons are probably trying to look to tank. It looked like they honestly probably could have won that game last week. Owner probably makes a call downstairs. Hey, we need to lose this damn game. <laughs> so if you if if you want to play that game up against the damn Rams, you go ahead. Especially off ten days rest after they got embarrassed on the first game of the season. They're definitely going to handle handle that game. Then the Bills. I just think the Titans' offense has just changed now. Ever. Ever since that playoff game last year, once they got Henry back, the offense just hasn't looked the same. Uh, it, it was reliant on Henry being able to do so much that it opened up more for Tannehill to have opportunities to find guys. If the offense is now Tannehill and then you have to get Derrick Henry after that, then I don't, I don't, I don't like that one bit. So I'm, I'm going to take both those huge spreads there. 
And then I like the Vikings to beat the Eagles uh, huh. on the money line. There has to be, a, there has to be, an, there has to be an underdog that wins Unreal. during the Sunday night, Monday night slate. We both know this. You know how it goes during the night games. One underdog team's got to win. So I'm gonna go ahead and pick the Vikings. Packers are not losing to to the damn Bears. We know Aaron Rodgers owns them. I don't like the ten points there though. I would stay away from that if you can get it in some sort of teaser, then maybe. But I don't like 10 there. But I do like the Vikings on the road. Jefferson to go Disgusting. crazy there. I like that a lot. Disgusting. All right. So I, I agree with one of those that you said. The Rams might be my favorite pick of, of the week, to be honest. Rams, huge bounce back after getting absolutely embarrassed, like you said. And the Falcons, they, they just don't impress me. I don't care that they played the Saints close last week. It's actually good because I don't like the Saints, and I don't think that the Saints are any good, and they played them close last week. So people are kind of overreacting to that, like, oh, they played the Saints close. They're going to keep it close here. No. The Saints aren't that good. James Winston is not that good at all. The Falcons don't impress me at all. I think the Rams absolutely destroyed the Falcons uh, this Sunday. And then the Titans-Bills game, I'm staying away from it. If I had to pick, I would go Bills 100%. But I think 10 is kind of a lot to against a team that we pretty much anticipated to be a playoff team or a fringe playoff team. Um, it's either them or the Colts to come out of that division is what we said at the beginning. It's looking a little scary right now over there. Anybody could win it, but... I mean, that's a fringe playoff team that, again, has Derrick Henry. But you're right. If they have to pass first and then open it up for Derrick Henry, that's not how they works. But if they could just keep it on the ground early, especially get out to a good start and be able to just run the ball, then I think they can keep it within 10. I think this is kind of a big number. I think it's an overreaction from the week one blowout with the Bills. They did look unstoppable, but, I mean, that, that's just a tough game for me. But I would have to go with the Bills if I had to take a pick. But I'm not picking that. And you know how I feel about the Birds-Vikings. I'm not, I'm not making a pick on it, but the Birds are not losing that game at home. It's just not happening and I'm also just just like a, a real point on that game minnesota bro last week at home against green bay to open it up that's a big game for them that's probably the biggest game that they're gonna have i think this is a bit of a letdown i mean going back into philly they're they're definitely gonna remember the playoff game but that was case keenan wasn't even kirk so i think this is just a letdown spot for them too and i think birds week week two home opener Prime time. There's I, one I don't thing, see them though. losing at home. I just don't there's, see it. There's one thing. If there's a quarterback I like less than Kirk Cousins in a primetime game, it's Jalen Hurts. And right. I hope he's able to ch- ch- change my mind. Word, Kirk how, Cousins how prime time. root for Jalen Hurts? You've been saying that for years. I've been man. saying it for years, Kirk Cousins prime time. But Jalen Hurts prime time is even worse. I mean, he's only played in like what two or three primetime games at this point. Um, this we have a whole, all the way back we have a whole decade of Kirk Cousins playing. This goes primetime. all the way back to college with Jalen. Uh, as long as he just doesn't lose the game, I think they're fine. He just can't turn it over, and they're going to be fine. They're going to win that game. But like I said, I do have the Rams out of that. I have the Bengals minus seven. Um, the Panthers on the road against the Giants, man. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not going to give the Giants any credit for beating the Titans week one. We just said we don't like. It's an Eagles fan talking. That's they're a weak team. Take. And, again, at the end of that game, they're losing pretty much the whole game. They're getting outplayed. And then they end up getting the touchdown and then go for two and they get it. And then Tennessee goes all the way down the field in one minute and they miss a game-winning field goal. Like, I'm I'm going to give them credit for winning the game, but still, realistically, it's not like they outplayed the Titans and really impressed me. It's not like they showed me anything that I haven't seen. Saquon looked good, and that's pretty much it. So if the Panthers can limit him, I think they win this game easy. But I'm actually – I'm taking the two and a half. I got it at two and a half. Um, for them and then I have two, uh, one under actually the under in the Seahawks Niners game it's Trey Lance man Trey Lance as a quarterback the eight and a half point favorite is disgusting I, I'm I really was tempted to put that on on as well but 
the Seahawks coming off of the that emotional game against Russ, I don't like them like to keep it close or anything like that. But I don't expect any of these offenses to really go crazy. I don't expect Trey Lance to go out there and give him 30. And I also don't like Geno to go out there and put, put on another really good performance, especially against a much better San Francisco defense. Denver's defense just looked suspect that whole game. They were pretty much letting him move around, make throws down the field. I think San Francisco's defense is unreal, and I think they're going to pretty much shut down Geno. So I don't see them scoring a lot. So I'm taking the under 41 and a half in that one. Um, and then the last one, I have the over in the Cardinals-Raiders game. I, I I like the Cardinals plus the six. I think that's kind of a big a big number. It's a bit of an overreaction for them getting blown out against the Chiefs. But I think both of these offenses can put up points. Fifty one and a half. It's not that insane. I, I like Kyler a lot. I think he can you know figure it out and play a lot better than he played last week. And the Raiders. I mean, the Raiders offense is set to to go and put up points, especially against the Cardinals uh, DBs that led up that ridiculous amount of yards last week to Mahomes. Um, so I like the over in that one. And then I do have a few props, um, starting with your Steeler game, Steelers-Patriots. That's a gross game, by the way. I don't even like my Steelers. I don't even like us, bro. I mean, back in the two thousand, this is like the Mitch. game of the week, the game of uh, the game of the year. But this is a disgusting game this year with these two quarterbacks, Mitch Trubisky and Mac Jones. But the Patriots' team total points is 20 and a half. I don't know how they get over 20 points against the Steelers defense. I know TJ Watt is out, but they did just force five turnovers last week against Cincinnati, a much better offense. And the Patriots offense last week put up seven points against Miami and they turned the ball over three times. So I'm anticipating the Steelers getting one, maybe two takeaways based on those numbers there. And I just don't see how they get to 20 points against the Steelers defense. I, I just, I don't see, I think it's going to be a low scoring game. I do like the Steelers in that game weirdly to win it, but I, I think, I don't think the Patriots are going to be able to get above 20 in that one. Um, and then I have the Falcons under 17 and a half. Rams are just going to come out and destroy them. I don't see the Rams defense having any issues stopping Marcus Mariota. They got to worry about Kyle Pitts and then a rookie receiver, Drake London. That's about it. So I like the Rams to keep them under 17 and a half. It's a low number, but that's how bad the Falcons, the Falcons are. And I think the Rams defense is really good. They just kind of got off to a bad start against one of the best offenses in the league. And then I have two over receiver props. Two guys that didn't get attention in week one that I was expecting them to get attention, Devontae Smith and Allen Robinson. Both of these guys should be key parts of their offenses, both the number two receivers. And I think in a in a game like this, after week one where they had like little to no targets, Devontae Smith didn't even have a catch. I'm pretty sure Allen Robinson had one catch maybe in, in their game. The quarterbacks are just going to make it a point to get the ball to them, especially early. And I think Minnesota is going to try and take away A.J. Brown because he put up 155 last week. Um, so I think Devontae Smith is going to be able to get open. His total is going to be like around 50, probably same for Allen Robinson. It's not out yet, but same thing for that. I, I think um, Stafford's going to make it a point to get uh, Robinson involved a little bit. So I would take both of those guys over. So those are the props that I like. Did you look at any props or do you like Yeah, I have a few. Um, Once the Diggs um, interception prop goes up, I'll absolutely <laughs> be taking that. I'll be taking Alvin Kamara. I'll be taking him him. To score, I'll be taking Cooper Cup. I don't know why you didn't say that. We're taking that every single. It's gonna week. be like minus. Two, it's hit. gonna be like minus two fifty at that point. No, no, yeah, it'll bro, be it's like gonna be minus one seventy. It'll be like minus one. It'll be big, dude. I'm telling you, it's the Falcons two fifty, bro. For a touchdown. <laughs> I don't know, that, bro. That. He scores every game, and it's against the Falcons, where their team total is probably like over four touchdowns. I don't see how he doesn't score. I think that's three right there. I'll, I'm taking Tay. 
to get in the end zone on the Cardinals' horrible defense. That's four right there. I don't hate My... it. He just scored week one, so I'm like, uh, is he really just going to score every week? But, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. There's no reason he shouldn't have a day against there's the just, There's just no reason. There's just no reason at all. And then I'm going to take uh, – I think there's going to be a point in that Saints game to where Taysom Hill gets an opportunity on, like, third and goal to punch it in. So it I like I like, I like those five, yeah. I like those five right there. Yeah, I, I don't hate any of them. The, the only one that I thought of that I didn't actually put on here, Washington, Detroit. Carson Wentz, he's throwing the ball down the field, man. Just take his over and passing no, yards. Detroit, never bet Carson Detroit is awful, and Washington does not have a great run game. They only gave Antonio Gibson 14 carries in week one. I expect this to be a high-scoring game from what we saw in week one. Both defenses are not great at all, but offenses put up points last week. I think Wentz just throws the ball down the field, and he looked pretty decent. I mean, he throws a few picks, but he he takes shots down the field, and Curtis Samuel looked good. Jahan Dotson looked good with the two touchdowns, and Terry McLaurin can always get loose for, for 50 yards at a time. So I would like Wentz's. I think it was like 238 or something. It was low, bro. Like anything under 250 for Wentz against Detroit would be would be a steal. It's a close game, too. It should be a close game, at least. It's a close spread. It's like two points or whatever. Um, but I do like his over, but I'm not adding it officially. But how do you feel about my – uh? The, the Patriots team total under. Do you like the Steelers to keep it keep them low? Twenty points is a lot. Um, yeah, that's what I I'm just, saying. I, I don't think we really. 20. I think I, I think I like all the news I'm hearing about Mac being sick and hurt and all this shit to where maybe gives us a little bit of a chance to maybe we're not f- facing a fully healthy QB there, but just like the Belichick, there's just something about us going up against him. Like I, I just have. Nightmares are just losing to his teams every year. But he He's can't do anything about the offense. That like, offense just sucks, bro. I'm I don't scared. know. He, he can weird. shut down. I mean, I, I might be scared about y'all putting up points. The Steelers team total. I should have looked at that, but I just don't think the Patriots get over 20, bro. I just, I just can't touch that game. But the thing that you said about the Seahawks, people have to realize Seahawks had, what, two months to prepare for a guy that they saw every day for 10 years. Like, I know, I know that's kind of a whack take to be like, oh, just, just accept that he lost. But like, two months to prepare for a guy that they saw every day. No, it is true. I wasn't surprised, man. You, you heard what I said. I, I was gonna take the Seahawks to yeah. cover that. Eight and a half. I was expecting it to be close, but them to be eight and a half point underdogs against Trey Lance is unreal. Eight and a half isn't isn't bad. I wouldn't mind taking that's a eight lot and of and half points there. for Trey Lance who lost to the. The Bears in week one. I get it. The weather in that situation, he didn't look good throwing the ball at all. I don't care about the weather. Seahawks He's always still a have their number starter, too. and he looked awful every time we've seen him. So the, like the Seahawks, uh, the Seahawks beat them last year. Even even when Russ was like having his hand injury and things like that, and everyone wouldn't was be like surprised. A huge mess, I, but like, I really wouldn't be for me to take Geno Smith again. No. There's this, oh, there's, I'm, there's, there's I'm not. Game. I'm not going to take him. But I'm definitely taking the under in that game. There's, there's no way both of those teams can score enough points to get over 41 and a half. Is there? Are there any major games that we missed that you want to talk about? You mentioned the Green Bay game. We mentioned the Bucks game. No, I think that was it. Uh, I think we're good. All right. All right. Bet. Peace.